Welcome to the Building Healthy Organizations podcast. We understand how the human brain works and how that impacts behavior in the workplace. I'm glad you joined us today for our continued journey to understand how to build a healthy organization. Today, I want to talk about a competency of emotional intelligence and really just a common sense idea, which is recognizing patterns. Now, the competency of emotional intelligence or brain science is recognizing patterns. Can we recognize them in ourselves? Can we recognize them in other people? The common sense approach is we all have patterns. We have certain ways of doing things. That comes out of the way our brains are made, uh, created to take information in, to start to build neural networks around certain things. Our brains love to save energy and love to do things in a familiar way. And so we get into these patterns. The problem is not all patterns are productive. Not all patterns are healthy. Not all patterns lead to the best outcomes. So as we look at this concept, this competency of recognizing patterns, um, does it really have any value? I want you to stop for a minute and think about situations that you struggle with most in your life. So what would those be? Is it relating to specific people? Is it dealing with certain circumstances? What about struggling with specific thoughts? Or maybe some of your self-talk is keeping you stuck. It's, it's creating a pattern where you're cycling through the same things over and over and you just feel stuck. Now, let's explore those at a deeper level. Remember that when a thought comes into our brain, we attach meaning to that thought, that it's an automatic. If I have a thought, I'm going to attach some type of meaning to it. That's the way our brains like to work. And from those two things, emotions are generated. Those emotions become emotional drivers. They, are, they actually drive us to make certain decisions, take certain actions. They have a very strong influence on how we decide and how we act. So back to your struggles for a minute. When those difficult things come up, what are you thinking? What meaning have you attached to those thoughts? What emotions are being generated for you? And then what decisions and what actions are you taking on top of those? So do you see it? Do you see the patterns in the things that you struggle with? We call these embedded patterns. It's kind of when the brain goes on autopilot and our brains love to do that because it saves energy. Our brain is one of the organs in our body that uses the most energy. So if the brain wants to save energy, it's so easy to lose focus and go on autopilot. The problem with that is, do we always get our best outcomes 
when that happens? And of course, the answer to that is no. Sometimes they're okay, but not all the time and not always the best outcomes. Remember the old phrase, garbage in, garbage out? It used to relate to data put into computers, but it could also relate to how we allow patterns to develop in ourselves. So think about what influences you. What are you taking in as far as input? The books you read, the social media you're on, the television you watch. What are the things that are coming into your brain that has influence on the way you the way you think, your thoughts, the meaning you attach to that, uh, the emotions that are generated, and the decisions and actions that come out of that. I was sitting with a an owner the other day, and this is somebody I've known for a number of years, and he asked me a question. He said, why does that person always get under my skin? What is it about that person? Well, I could go into all the science of what's going on there, but bottom line, because for that business owner I was sitting with, there's a pattern in place already in his brain, and it's creating this constant feeling, this these thoughts, the meaning that's attached to those thoughts and the emotions. It's just cycling. It's this person is probably always going to irritate me. This person is always going to get under my skin. So you just come to expect it. It's the pattern that you've created. You have developed this neural network, this this muscle in your brain, and you've strengthened it by repeating it over and over. You allow that to live on in your brain. The question then is, okay, That may not be a good thing to allow to happen, but how do we change that? Well, let's look into that. In our brains, we have neural networks. So think muscles. Muscles, like we work out muscles at the gym or at home or when we're out walking. It's the same concept of the things that you strengthen are the things that'll be stronger in your life and in your body. I mean, that's common sense, right? And so neural networks are the things that we invest in, the things that we allow to live on, the things that we allow to grow and become stronger. And whether that's good or bad, that's kind of an outcome of whatever the thing is that we build strength in. So Someone asked recently, how can we change our patterns? We're going to get to that. But first, we have to recognize them. We don't want to miss that part of the competency recognizing patterns. Because if we can't recognize them and identify them, it's really impossible to change them. So I want you to think of an onion. If you take an onion and you peel it back one layer at a time, think of your problem or the thing that you really struggle with in your life. And let's do the same kind of exercise here. We're going to peel it back one layer at a time. Now, think about your struggle, whatever that thing is that you struggle with, and the pattern that you'd like to change here. 
ask yourself this series of questions. So let's use an example uh, when you think somebody's angry with you. That's a good one because we all have to deal with that at some point. So we have this struggle we're dealing with and a certain pattern that's in place when we think somebody else is angry with us. Now, here's what we need to ask ourselves. What do I do about that? Do you avoid it? Do you evade it? Do you face it head on? Do you confront it? What is that thing that you do next? And then the next question, what does that make you do? So let's say you avoid it. Okay, you avoid the person you think is angry with you. So what does that make you do? Well, it basically makes you do nothing and you get no resolution. That's your outcome of avoiding is there's no resolution. You don't really know if they're angry or not. You're assuming they are, but assuming (laughs) has its own issues, as we know. So the next question, what does that make you do? Well, probably continue to worry about it. That, that would be kind of the next logical step, right? If we still don't have it resolved, we continue to worry about it. How does that make you feel? Frustrated, drained, unhappy? We have just gone through recognizing a pattern and peeling back the layers by asking ourselves certain questions that allow us to kind of open up and really look at it more objectively. And I highly encourage using this exercise when you've got something like that, that you're struggling with, that you'd like to see change, but you can't get out of your own pattern. It's like being in a rut that you just can't seem to climb out of. This is a profound exercise because it reveals not only the pattern but the emotions that we're having around that pattern, the behaviors and actions that tend to come out of that pattern. And it really determines our outcomes. So I want to stop for a minute and share with you a story. And this is a true story. And unfortunately, I've seen it happen multiple times, not just once. I was dealing with a situation in the last few years where an individual was experiencing severe burnout. And I'm not going to go into the details. I'm not going to talk about who this person is or who they worked for or anything else. But I think you may have seen people like this. He got into a situation where he felt like he could never catch up. Nothing he did had an impact. Everybody else was against him. He was burdened overloaded, couldn't move forward, struggled every day. And and this individual was in a leadership role. So the cascade effect was happening. The way he was feeling, and we know that emotions are contagious, the way he was feeling was cascading down the organization. And this created more and more problems and more and more issues. And it, it came to a very unfortunate outcome. And again, I don't want to go into any of the specifics, but let me just say it was a very, very serious outcome, something none of us would want to experience in our lives. 
This is how a pattern can be put in place and be reinforced in our lives. Unfortunately for this person, it's one of those extremely negative patterns that had pretty bad outcomes. It doesn't mean the patterns can't be good, though. But we have to recognize what they are. That's where we start. So let's go there. How do we change our patterns if we want to? And let's explore that process. Whether you want to change a pattern in yourself or whether you want to help coach somebody else through changing a pattern, remember we've got to first identify what is that pattern and all of those things that come along with the pattern. What is our normal response? How does it make us feel? What do we do this way? Ask us that series of questions where we say, what did that make you do? And then what did that make you do? And then how did that make you feel? The key word to focus in here is change. If we're going to make something different, obviously that's a change. Our brains like to keep things simple. We like to label and categorize. Our brains love to use less energy, less effort. But that limits our ability to grow and to eventually get better outcomes. So where do you think the right place to start changing a pattern is? surprisingly, it starts with the emotions, the emotional drivers, the negative cycle, fear, frustration, judgment keeps people stuck. That is a cycle that will keep people non-productive, keep people stuck, and it just feeds on itself. It is a constant drain on people. And out of that come all kinds of other things. Uh, worry and anxiety and even depression, so many different kinds of of negative offshoots of that pattern, uh, of that cycle of negative emotions. Now, let's flip the coin over and try to find an exit ramp here. If If we have, okay, I'm mixing metaphors, sorry about that. If we have this this place where we're just stuck going around and round in, call it a traffic circle. Those are one of my favorite inventions that ever happened was traffic circles because I'm not sure people in the United States know how to use them. But anyway, think of going around and around and around in a traffic circle but never getting anywhere. We have to build an exit ramp out of that. And actually there are several that we can put in place And those are emotions of curiosity, courage, and excitement. So instead of being stuck in those emotions that keep us going around and just circling and circling and never really going anywhere, what if we were to take an exit ramp by using something like curiosity instead of judgment? by using something like courage instead of fear, or even excitement instead of frustration? What if we use those to get us onto the fast lane on the highway and move forward and in a direction where we want to go? 
um, there's a tool that I use from a company called Six Seconds. That's six, the number six seconds dot org that I think is fantastic. And it's called the Change Map. I check that out if I were you because they have a wonderful, simple way of explaining how this change happens. And it really does start with the emotions because the emotional drivers are the primary drivers behind decision-making and the actions that you take, the words that you speak. It's the emotional drivers that are driving those things. So the good news here, you get to choose the patterns and the emotions that you allow to hang around. Now, let me explain what I mean by that. You're going to have an emotion when a thought comes into your brain and you attach meaning to it. You're going to have an emotion, but it doesn't mean you have to continue to live in that initial emotion. You can decide to navigate that and use it, repurpose the energy and the information for better outcomes, for more strategic outcomes. That is another competency of emotional intelligence that we call navigating emotions. Don't You don't have to live in an emotion or an emotional cycle that doesn't do you any good. You can choose to change that. And that's what that change map is all about. So be intentional. That's where we start. Identify the pattern. Understand the emotional drivers that are that are driving that pattern. Decide if you want to change it or not. And then if you do want to change it, be intentional. Focus on navigating the emotions. Focus on cultivating emotions and cycles of emotions or complex emotions that will help you and not harm you or help you instead of holding you back. And keep your desired outcome for better outcomes as the focus. You know, whatever your desired outcome is, whatever those better outcomes are, keep those things as your goal, as your focus. Sometimes recognizing the truth about something is a big, big part of being able to change it, especially true with the patterns in our lives. So if you want to take this to the next level, ask someone who knows you well the patterns that they see in you. Now, little spoiler alert here. This may trigger some patterns and emotions for you. If you ask somebody close to you to share with you transparently what your patterns are and what the emotions are that they see and all of that, you are opening a door. Now, hopefully that's something you're willing to do because there is great value in doing that. But unfortunately, sometimes it does trigger us. Be aware of that. That's a pattern. That's a pattern that we can change. So if you really want to change a pattern, then honesty with yourself is critical. And can you find the curiosity and the courage to do it? That's a big part of changing a pattern as well. Do you have the curiosity and courage to seek out what it is? and to be bold enough to move forward in that change process. The choice is really yours. 
you get to make the rules that you live by. You decide what patterns stay and which ones need to go. What pattern will you change today? Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Building Healthy Organizations by EQ Fit. We do understand how the human brain works and how that impacts behavior and performance in the workplace. We also love hearing your suggestions and ideas. If you have a topic you'd like us to cover, please send us an email at info at gscfit.com. For more information and inspiration, check us out on YouTube, Facebook, LinkedIn, and of course our website, eqfit.org.